1: Hey there, mother lovers, and welcome to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's. I am Josh Rayner, here with my best bud, John. How you doing, man?
0: I am great. Happy, as always, coming off the fact that we just recorded another episode, but we're still here.
1: That's right, that's right. We're doing double duty, but you guys (laughs) will only see them one at a time. Sorry. You know what I just (laughs) realized?
0: We're both wearing blue shirts for this episode.
1: Representing the blue. I don't know what that means, but we're doing it. Two by two, hands of blue. It's true. If I had a blue rubber glove, I'd hold that shit up, but I don't. All right. So, as you can see on the bottom banner, today we're talking about season one, episode six, the slutty pumpkin. That's right. This is a big episode, guys. It's big.
0: This is one of the wild sweaters, definitely. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, so, uh, John, real quick before we get into it, what uh, you know before rewatching, what were your memories of this episode? Like, how honestly, this you is one of the episode?
0: few episodes that I can almost ninety percent rectile. I, I'm going to mess up um, dialogue throughout the way, but I remember most of this episode from beginning to end because this is one of the ones that I have watched so many times. Yeah. Um. Not, not only have I watched this, um, as we will get to later on in the episode, I have tried the Tootsie Roll. Um, it's one of, it's one of my favorite suit up moments. I mean, so many great things happen in this episode that will forever change the dynamics of How I Met Your Mother is an entirety. Yeah. It's just a great episode.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I- I'm glad that, uh, we, you know, I-, I mean, like we said in the last episode, you know, uh. The previous episode, it was a good episode, but it wasn't like, like a great episode.
0: No, no, but this, not by any I, means,
1: I consider this a great episode. I, I love this one.
0: And, uh, like, I, I, like I said in the last episode, and I'll reiterate it here <laughs> I watched episodes four, five, and six together to prepare for when we were going to record for episode four. Uh, and we were going to do five and six, and then some technological shit happened and we couldn't. Um, but the, the kicker about it is is that I watched 4, 5, and 6 really quickly to get them back and refreshed in my mind. Yeah. And right as we went to record 4, I was like, what was episode 5 all about? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, it's a
1: vogue. Sure.
0: And then I'm like, this one, no. I can't ever forget this episode.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's definitely a definitely a classic. It's it's just one of those, you know, when people kind of talk about the highlights of this show, I think Slutty Pumpkin is definitely up there. Definitely
0: I, I right have there. a few things that as we're going through this, I, I know you like to like, this is what happened, this is what happened, we'll talk about. I got a couple little things, though, that as you're doing like the tidbitty things, I've got a couple little interjections, uh, interjections for there.
1: Well, I'm excited to hear when they come up. All right, I, so, I can't wait. So, uh, the Slutty Pumpkin aired uh, originally on October 24th of 2005, directed by yet again Pamela Fryman, like uh, like we've been saying. Written by Brenda Hasui. I don't know how to say her name. Hissui, H S U E H. I'm sorry, Brenda. I'm butchering your last name. Just call her uh, Brenda H. But you know what? You made a great episode. So this hey, is
0: great. Rock on
1: rock great
0: episode
1: yeah so the summary for this episode ted goes to a halloween party hoping to reunite with a girl he met four years ago barney tries to convince him to ditch that party for a better one marshall and lily go on a double date with robin and her boyfriend
0: now, do you remember what the better party is?
1: I do, and uh, it is in the notes. We will we oh, okay. we will, we will talk about it when, when we get there. So, uh, you know, as I tend to do, uh, I have some side notes before we get into the actual episode for this one. Uh, this is the first time that the nicknames Marshmallow, Lilypad, and the Barnacle are used. All three of those uh, nicknames used for the first time right here. This oh. is also the first time Barney's magic tricks are shown. Yes. And this is the first of two episodes where Future Ted uses the word "weed" instead of "sandwich." Uh, the other oh. episode being how Lily stole Christmas.
0: Interesting. Yeah. The, so, the uh, one of the things that I think is really funny about this episode with your notes is that yes, it's the first <laughs> time we actually hear the term marshmallow in Lily Pad. Mm-hmm. You could. Not convince me they weren't calling themselves that before oh, this yeah. episode. It was just the first time they happened to think about like filming it. Like yeah, like, as yeah, yeah. a couple though, I'm going to assume Marshall uh, Marshall and Lily were calling themselves that forever.
1: I almost I would almost venture to say they'd probably been calling themselves that since pretty close to the beginning of their. I can see that. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked about that.
0: But I I do love that this is the actual first time that Barney refers to himself as the barnacle. And Ted's like, Ted straight looks him in the face. And he's like, that's it. The barnacle. You're going to go with that.
1: <laughs> and, and like, Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one, man. It's good. I, I mean, like it. It,
0: It's a clever play on the name. Like, there's <laughs> not many things you can do with Barney. Yeah. you could be like, Barney. Barney.
1: Or something with you know, just barn, you know, like
0: the barn door is open.
1: Yeah, you know, stuff like that. But Look,
0: it's not like, like it's limit. Darrell, it's spelled like Darrell, but it's pronounced Darrell.
1: Darrell, <laughs> the
0: back of your head is yeah. ridiculous.
1: <laughs> but yeah, you know, Barnacle is a good one. I like it.
0: It's it's different, and I like yeah. that he at least tries.
1: Yeah, I, absolutely, I hundred percent. All right, so we start off the episode again future ted it's how we start off pretty much every episode uh telling his kids uh, about halloween 2005 it's a really short opening
0: it is he, uh, like they like, dive right into
1: it yeah the kids don't even like make any sort of like like they don't say anything it's just it's just kind of there you know um it, it's just they're they're just sitting there it's like a it's like a what do they call it a, a stock a stock shop.
0: Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's not one of the live footage. It's uh, it's like you said, yeah. stock
1: footage. It's essentially the shot that they use pretty much for the rest of the sh- like in past season two. Uh, it's essentially one of the shots they use all of the time. Oh, all the time. Yeah. So, uh, so at the bar, Lily comes in, tells everyone that hers and Marshall's costumes have come in. We don't know what the costumes are yet. They, no. uh, they're keeping that a secret for us. Uh, Barney goes on about how uh, women's costumes have turned toward being slutty versions of random things. And I mean, it's true. Like, right. you know, that was really kind of around that time was really when that was becoming a big thing.
0: Oh, you absolutely! Know?
1: Like like, you know, we were doing the college kind of stuff and we were seeing a lot of that at that time, you know. Yep. You know, just, like, maids and police officers and firefighters, everything yep. just turned into a skimpy little dress that covered pretty much nothing. Uh, and that that's, that was the costume, you know? Yep. Or, like, uh, here's essentially some bra and panties, put on a cat ear, and throw on some whiskers, and now you're a yep. cat. And that, you're a cat. Yep, that's exactly what it was, you know? So, uh, Robin reveals uh, that she's seeing a guy named Mike! Mike! And they've been seeing each each other for the last couple of weeks. Uh, Lily convinces her to bring him, uh, you know, to kind of do like this double date thing instead of going to the party. Because at the bar, they're doing a costume Costume contest. contest. And so uh, she convinces her to uh, do a double date with them. Ted comes in and tells the story of the slutty pumpkin. Because, you know, Robin's never heard this story. But it's pretty obvious that the other three (laughs) have heard this story a ton of times. A ton. As they begin reciting the story as he's telling it. And it is hilarious. Uh, We learn our very first fact about the slutty pumpkin. And is that she makes a drink called the titty Roll. Which is Kahlua and root beer. And John, you said that you have had this. Tell me, what did you think?
0: It tasted like coffee-flavored root beer. It did not taste like a Tootsie Roll.
1: That is the but biggest bummer I've ever... I'm really
0: disappointed in myself right now.
1: Okay. Because I
0: just remembered I bought root beer and had kalua for this occasion, and I forgot to fucking make the Tootsie Roll before this episode.
1: That is also a bummer. It is. It's a real fucking kick in the balls. <laughs> I told you,
0: I had things I wanted to interject. (laughs) I was going to have my bottle of Kahlua and my root beer, and when you started talking about it, I was going to open it and be like, it was half root beer and half Kahlua, and it tasted like a Tootsie Roll. And she called it the Tootsie Roll. (laughs) I was going to take a sip, and now I feel like a fucking idiot.
1: And then you were going to say, that doesn't taste like a Tootsie Roll (laughs) at all. Yep, yep, Uh I get you. I totally understand where you were going. Well, thanks. Uh, <laughs> the, and and just how uh, your plans went wrong. Ted then tells all of them how everything at the party went yep. all wrong for him. And we flash back to Halloween 2001. Uh, and it got me thinking. We learn in the pilot episode that Ted met Barney four years ago, which is 2001. Yep. Was this party before or after he met Barney? Were him and Barney actually friends yet? Was Barney at that party? It got a whole bunch of questions rolling around in my brain. Because well, we never see him. We only ever see, like, the you know inside the apartment. We don't ever actually nope. see a whole lot of that party. Uh, so we don't see Barney ever, you know?
0: Well, you and I had talked about this, and I said, I wonder if they were <laughs> at that level of friendship where it was like, You know, they're friends, but they're not super close friends. Yeah. So maybe Barney was like, he he was his friend, but maybe he didn't really know the story because it was one of those flash from the pan things at the time. Yeah. And, you know, well, I mean, he does know the story, though. So I guess...
1: Yeah, but does he know the story from being there? Does he know the story from being told it? Right?
0: Yeah, they never really tell you that. (laughs)
1: Because, again, it seems like they've heard that story... So he Ted has probably told other girls this story every single year. Are you, you know, the slutty pumpkin? Yeah, exactly. You know, so I I feel like that's kind of where that's at. But yeah, yeah, that was the thought process that went through my head though. Uh so Ted comes in, tells Lily and Marshall all, all about her. Um, you know, this is still back in 2001. We're still in that flashback. Uh he tells uh tells them that she's a marine biologist, studied penguins in Antarctica. And, uh, Ted asks, uh, Lily where his Kit Kat is because apparently he had her number on that Kit Kat. Well, unfortunately for Ted, it seems Lily gave that Kit Kat out to a trick or treater. So Ted runs out the door, snatches the candy from a little kid dressed as Dracula, dumps it out all over the hallway floor in hopes of finding that Kit Kat. And I got to say, John, I saw this and I was like, Ted just completely destroyed that kid's Halloween. Oh, yeah. Like, like there's no way that kid's going off and having a happy Halloween for the rest of that night. Like no. Like, that is a traumatic little experience right there. As a kid who was candy snatched when he was younger, that, that, that was a terrible time.
0: I don't know if you noticed this or not, but when they show that part of the scene and he's talking about it, that kid is the only kid that could have had the candy bar. Only one kid is at the door during the entire interaction before Ted's like, Hey, where's my Kit Kat? And then he's like, well, there's a lot of other candy there. And he's like, no. And he instantly goes out the door. It's not like there was a group of kids and then that kid. It yeah. was just that kid and his mom. So where'd the fucking Kit Kat go?
1: Part of me wonders, did Marshall eat it? I could see that. Did Lily also, eat it? did the mom take
0: it and put yeah. it in her pocket?
1: Maybe. You yeah, know, who knows? <laughs> She's like, ooh, a fucking Kit Kat. Right, yoink! You and don't need that kid,
0: mine. And then, of course, you're not going to think about that Kit Kat in your pocket as your kid's getting attacked and his bag's fucking shredded.
1: Yeah, and even and even if you do think about it, you ain't going to give it to this psycho, right? Yeah, you know, he's already like destroyed that candy bag. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a good uh, that's a good pull there, John. Good pull. Thanks. Uh, back at the bar, Ted says he never found the number and he never saw her again.
0: And he never saw her again.
1: But she didn't kill herself. She did not. She just
0: went on to better things.
1: It's true. Better than Ted.
0: She found (laughs) greener pastures. It's true.
1: Uh, But he always goes back to that rooftop party every single year in hopes to find the slutty pumpkin.
0: Dressed, though, as the hanging Chad, because that's what she'd recognize. Yes.
1: Yeah. The the friggin' hanging Chad. And I didn't
0: really think about this until you just said that. He that was an 01 party. This is 05, mm-hmm. which means this is the fourth year after the initial. So, year five, or no, this is the fourth year.
1: Yeah, and he is going well, up there. Well, no, so he wore that costume in 2001. This is the fifth year because it's 2005. Oh, you're
0: right. So, he so will yeah. have
1: worn that for five, five separate time.
0: fucking years. Yeah. First of, where does he keep it that it stays in such a, like great shape? Or does he make a new yeah. one every year?
1: That's a good question. Yeah, because that thing it looks pristine, you know,
0: pristine. Like, there's no rips, there's no tears, there's no stains,
1: no crumpled corners, nothing. No crumpled that. corners. The hanging, the actual hanging, hanging chair is still hanging, like yep. with no issue. I feel like uh, he must remake it. You know, he must. He's got he's got to do something but I mean
0: again I'm just I maybe I'm just overlooking it but I thought it was just kind of a cool thing to think about.
1: And for those of you kids out there for you Gen Zers who may not know what the hell a hanging chad is uh this was from the 2000 election. You know it was uh Al Gore and uh I think Bush um Jebediah <laughs> no no not Jebediah. Um and that it was uh I think it was Florida. And so you had to like punch out the to vote you'd like punch out the little perforated box and there were apparently a bunch of instances where people didn't fully punch them out and so the thing was hanging and it would cause issues when they were tabulating the votes like when they put them through the machines so it was like those were the hanging chads those little pieces of the perforated box that didn't fully come off that's why it's there yeah
0: i'm learning something new too because i did not know that
1: yep Oh, yeah. I learned all about that in, in high school, I remember. And uh, it was such a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's your history lesson, folks. The Hanging Chad. You heard it from Josh. You did. And I'm sure you could Google it for yourself. But, I mean, you could. But I, I'm here to tell you anyways. So back at the bar, Ted says, uh, or like I say, he says he never found the number, never saw her again, um, I, which I find so... It's so funny to me because he obviously never got her name. You know what I mean? Yeah, which
0: I... The, a lot of the stuff after him meeting her doesn't add up.
1: Yeah. You know, like, it's like... <laughs> it's like, I don't even think he saw her face.
0: As far as we're aware, no.
1: You know? So... Like, really, dude? Like, you're going after this... Like, you don't even know what she looks like.
0: Essentially, he's going after the thought of someone. Yeah. Because... As far as we're in, as far as we know from what we're told, doesn't know her name, doesn't know what she looks like. She doesn't, he doesn't even know like it was a woman under that. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I guess he would because they did, well, talk. Yeah. yeah, 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 okay. But okay, but you know, you have no idea like how tall she is, how short she is. You know, she's into penguins, you know, she likes this drink, and that's pretty much it,
1: yeah, that's it. And that was enough for him. To waste the last five years of or four five years or whatever years, yeah, going to this party looking for her like,
0: and it's I not mean, the last party he goes to dressed as the Hanging Chad either.
1: Nope. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a sad state of affairs sometimes for for little little Teddy Boy, little Teddy Mosby. Yeah,
0: but for the people who don't, um, I mean, I'm going to quote Marshall on this one: for the people who don't understand what a Hanging Chad is, how bad yeah. is that of a um. Oh God, I can't remember the line now. I <laughs> fucked it up. But he's like, "How bad is that? How how is that bad of a social statement on our?" our oh t- yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, "It's a it's a sad it's a sad statement on our political climate or something like that." Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. It really is. Uh, I mean, in I mean, we just saw it. you didn't even know what it was. So like, no. that means that it's really it wasn't properly taught to most people. I mean, really, I guarantee you a lot of people have no idea what it is. Oh,
0: probably not.
1: Uh, So we head to the apartment where Ted is on the couch on his laptop and then out come Marshall and Lily to reveal their couple's costume. I'm I'm just going to flat out say it. It's Jack Sparrow. Oh, it's Jack Sparrow. Now, it's never actually stated that he's Jack Sparrow. Uh, and throughout the episode, they do a running gag about uh, the costume essentially being uh, referred to as a gay pirate.
0: Gay pirate.
1: Uh, um, and but seeing as the, the pi- first pirates movie came out in two thousand and three, the, si- the sequel came out in two thousand six. The sequel had finished filming by the time this the events of this episode, you know, had come out. So it was obviously already people knew that there was a sequel coming out. Uh, I feel like it's an v- extremely safe assumption to say. Oh, so safe that Marshall plus all the ones that that Robin references are—it's all Jack Sparrow. All Jack. Um, yeah, hundred uh, percent. I have no no problem, you know, assuming that. <laughs> uh, and I'll be honest—he made a, a bitching Jack Sparrow. He did. Yo dude, like it was it was an awesome he, he looked awesome. And Marshall obviously felt real confident in that in that costume every time. He, he
0: even like, did some eyeliner.
1: He loved that shit. He was loving it. <laughs> so uh Ted reveals that, you know, again, he's gonna be going yet again as the hanging Chad, just yep. as he has for the past four years. He is going as that again. Uh th- they're obviously a little disappointed because you know, it's the same freaking thing. Uh, Then Ted hears some music coming from the hallway. Yeah. This is one of the things I had ready. (laughs)
0: Because, I mean, why not, right?
1: Oh, yeah, man. Little danger zone. That's right. And uh, when he opens up the door, Barney is standing there in a flight suit. And, uh, you know, big reference to Top Gun, obviously he tells Ted to flight suit up.
0: He's well, going to be is, his, his partner. He, he even quotes Top Gun.
1: Yeah. And it's now like, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. I've never seen Top Gun. What? So I'm like, he says it and I'm like, it must be a quote. I'm assuming oh, it's a absolutely. quote from the movie. I know that danger zone is from Top Gun. I know it's about fighter pilots. I know, you know, Maverick is, is a reference to Top Gun, all that stuff. Like I know all that stuff. I've just never seen the movie.
0: Oh, you're dangerous, Maverick. You're <laughs> writing checks your body can't catch.
1: <laughs> and uh it, it doesn't it doesn't lose any humor with me not seeing it. I still it's still a great scene. I just you know? I
0: love the way like that whole interaction, like <clears throat> Ted hears the music, opens the door, Bonnie's like, he's got the like helmet under his arm, and he's just yeah. like and he's like flight suit up, bro. And he's like, nah, I'm going dressed like this. He's like no mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah i love the just the the kind of change of the suit up thing for this it was, it was perfect yes. well that's what i said
0: you mm-hmm. i get my all-time favorite suit up out of this one because i love yeah. top gun it's yeah. a classic movie you know tom cruise val kilmore um anthony edwards is in there i mean you get a bunch of like 90s big names in there and like it's a great action movie, and it's just—I mean—it's all-time classic. So to see him modify his suit up term, which we hadn't fully gotten suit ups to this point yet either.
1: Yeah, I think we got like a reference to it, but like, I think wasn't it was it the first episode where he did it like three times? Yeah, he kept but trying then, to like, get him. You don't
0: see it in anything since then. Yeah, and then like he's just like flight suit up, bro. And I'm like, boom. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's good times. Uh, so Barney tells Ted that uh, he's getting them into the Victoria's Secret Halloween Party. Which now, which I find interesting, they bring back a Victoria's Secret Party. I don't think it's a Halloween party, but they bring back the Victoria's Secret Party in a later episode, in the Yips episode, which the I episode. I love that we, because like they say it and I'm like, I'm I'm picturing that episode, you know, like, I'm like, they don't actually go there, right? I'm like, no, 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 because that's the Yips episode. That's, that's definitely not Yips this Yips one. Episode. Yeah. As I was watching it, I was like kind of going back and forth in my mind like that. I'm like, huh, that means they brought that back, which I think is awesome. You know, that Barney's able to get them into it more than once. You know yeah. what I mean? He's got the hookup somehow. I mean, we don't know what he does, but he's got the <laughs> hookup. Uh, so then Robin shows up, makes some uh, hanging Chad puns, which Ted seemed to like. And uh, again, showing that kind of that kind of relationship between Ted and Robin, how that that banter is still it's still alive. With it's them. still alive, yeah, it's still there. Uh, Ted and Barney head out, and then we get uh, the first of the gay pirate jokes, where she talks about um, you know a bunch of gay pirates uh, downtown when she was doing her her news coverage or whatever, which I thought was funny.
0: Which then Marshall walks in, which is yeah, great.
1: and then Marshall wa- just walks right in and is like, oh, okay, there it is. Uh, then Robin says that, uh, she and Mike decided not to dress up and then Mike shows up in a Hansel costume, you know, a Hansel and Gretel and Robin tells him that she was joking and says that she needs to stop joking over email. Now, John, have you ever joked over text or email and had somebody take it the complete wrong way? I know I have. I, probably, I mean, absolutely. I probably have taken it the wrong way. You're probably when you.
0: Right. <laughs> I love. First off, I love that they use the "I got to stop joking over email"
1: well, that yeah. shows that
0: even in 2005, text messaging hadn't come as far as it is today. People yeah. still email. Yeah. Um. Second off, I really have done that because when you text something to somebody, you can't convey emotion. Yeah. All you're giving is a set of words, so you have to hope that like the way you phrase it and stuff like that, they can understand what you're trying to say.
1: That's true. Yeah, you can't, it's it's hard to convey, as she says, you, you know, you can't convey tone. You know, it's and it's true. It's really it, it, difficult. It's
0: absolutely true.
1: You know, it's a very, like, sarcasm is kind of lost in the written form.
0: It really is.
1: Yeah, unfortunately. That's why uh, a lot of times, uh, you know, I, I'll put something like um, slash S. That's like a thing now. Apparently, when you want to uh, indicate that you're being sarcastic. That's kind of good to know. I've done that to people before. But the problem is, if they have no idea what that means, <laughs> it it does no good. You know what no. I mean? So now that you know what it means, I'm going to do that to you all the time.
0: Uh, <laughs> my, my form of doing sarcasm is, you know, the SpongeBob meme meme where he's like lent over and it's always like it's capital, small, capital, small, capital, small. And oh, it's yeah. like him mocking somebody. Yeah. Like, don't do that on Tuesday.
1: Don't do that on Tuesday.
0: That's kind of how I, I text people. Like, I'll, I'll fuck with the text like that. Gotcha. That's my sarcasm. Or just solid cap box.
1: There you go. Because why works. not? That works. That works. Uh, so then we uh, we head to the party. Barney is bummed with the lack of women. He's like, there's only seven chicks here. And then some dude takes a wig off. Yeah. He's like, six chicks. I thought, that, I thought that was great. I was like, ha, ha, ha. Barney probably would have gone and tried to hit on that dude if he hadn't door taken door. taken taken the wig off. It would have been hilarious. Uh, then an acapella group called the Shaggarats begins singing. Uh, I tried googling it. Uh, it doesn't seem like they're an actual group. It kind of bummed me out. I was hoping that the Go ahead, Josh. Would Sing it. That group. I don't want to sing it. Sing Lucy. it. You're the singer in the in the, in the family. You sing it.
0: My body lies over the
1: ocean.
0: My body lies over the sea. My body lies over the ocean. So bring back my
1: body to me. That's all you get. All right. Anything else we got to pay? It's true. (laughs) So uh, Barney pulls out some booze and just starts chugging. He just he can't he can't handle this. Whole uh, bottle of Jaeger, at that, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I have to assume it's Jaeger because that's the bottle. That's what it looks like. And I don't think there was a label on it, but that's. I don't think there was that's either. A but that's a fairly, fairly unmist- Yeah, it's pretty unmistakable bottle. Uh, Jaeger is disgusting. I don't know how, how Barney would do that, but hey, good for him. Tastes like black licorice, man. Uh, it does, and I hate black licorice. Uh, So back at the bar, Lily Marshall, Robin, and Mike are having their double date. Marshall is telling some uh, kind of cheesy pirate jokes. They're like dad jokes, you know, centered around pirates. Yeah, but they're funny. They are funny, but I'm a dad, so they're funny to me. You know, <laughs> as what everyone is
0: eating. A pirate's favorite restaurant.
1: <laughs> Arby's. Arby's. Ah, no, that's actually, what you think. Yes, but You I actually, think it was Long John Arby's? Silver's. Yeah, I love it. And then he drops the accent. But it's actually Long John Silver's. <laughs> I love that. So as everyone is eating, we learn that Robin and Mike are not as in sync as Robin may want people to believe. She's obviously not into being in a relationship. Then back at the party, the Shagarats are wrapping up their their uh, this this part of their set, and uh, Barney approaches uh, a woman and pulls a weak ass line out about getting laid. Dude, she's so fucking weak. She's in like a, a Hawaiian getup. Wearing, you know, wearing flower lays, and you know, hey, w- w- you know, what does a guy got to do to get laid around here? Some something stupid like that. And I'm like, oh, come on, Barney. I like <laughs> you, you can be pretty, pretty cringy sometimes, but like you're better than that. Like, come so, on, man.
0: I agree with you on this one because it's Barney. Yeah. So, because of this, I wrote a very much more Barney ish, but Yet still professional pickup line. You ready for this?
1: Okay. Hey,
0: I see you're from Hawaii. you want to go find a beach and get laid up together.
1: I mean, that's, well, that that has more thought to it than the one he pulled out. I mean, he
0: just—I don't know—he just, like, just
1: went straight for it. Straight for it. Like, wasn't trying at all. Yeah.
0: Like it's—it's yeah. it's really sad because like that's a real like,
1: and it happens again later. Well, well, yeah, but
0: that's explained why, though, too. And it's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, but the second one he does, it's, I mean, it's almost just as bad.
0: No, it's worse. If, okay. Fair it's enough. fucking worse.
1: But he starts off almost like he's going to try. And then I feel like he just pff, goes right down. I him,
0: almost you know. feel like Halloween is a hard time to pick up women because if you're only relying on what their costume is, then you've got a 50 50 chance of fucking getting it. Because what if. What if somebody is dressed as something that like, Ooh, okay. Like that girl, you've got the delays. So yeah, let's go for the delayed comment. But what if it's like, what if it had come off like creepy? Like they do the thing later on with the captain. where like happy, creepy, happy, creepy. <laughs> and it's or no, sorry. It wasn't the, the captain. It was the, the, it's when Ted first meets Janelle. It's how it's proposed.
1: Oh, that, and like They
0: that, talk yeah. about like the Lily Marshall song. Yeah. And,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And that could have come off almost like Ted Bundy-ish.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, hey,
0: want to get laid? <laughs> like, what's a guy got to do to get laid around here? Like, that could come off so fucking creepy. Yeah. Yeah, she just kind of like fucking, she's like, it walks yeah. away.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree. It could it could come off way worse uh depending on how you, how you say it. Absolutely. Sorry, I, I got see. off
0: on a tangent on that one.
1: <laughs> no, nah, it's cool. Uh, so uh, Barney is annoyed that, you know, from being there. He tells Ted that they should bail and reiterates that uh, they could be at the Victoria's Secret Party because it's on a yacht. It's on a yacht. And what could be sticking to the yacht? The, the barnacle. barnacle. Yeah, that's right. The barnacle. And he is going with that one. I just, Seriously. like I said earlier, I just love
0: how Ted's like, the barnacle. That's what you're going to go with. Yep. He's like yeah, and he's like okay. <laughs> All like All right.
1: <laughs> so then we go uh to the bathroom at the bar. Lily confronts Robin about whether or not she's actually in the mic and tells her that uh, if she doesn't change her behavior, she's going to lose him. And yeah. it was interesting cuz Robin sound seemed rather shocked at this statement. Yeah. Like 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 what? What are you talking about? How uh, why would I lose him, you know? I thought it was an interesting reaction for her. Well, um,
0: I mean, we know Robin to be a career woman at this point. We don't know Robin the dater at this point. It's true. And what, this is how I'm going to justify this one, at least for my own prospect, is that what we come to find out about Robin later on and the way she was brought up, she was brought up like a guy, her yes. dad didn't want a daughter, so he she was pretty much raised as a son. The fact that she she scrap um, she's uh, sca- she she has to work for everything she has. It's not like it's a oh, yeah. things were just given to her. So she's not a real like groupy person, which is always why even when the five of them are together, she's always the spare tire. It's yeah. Ted and Barney and Marshall and Lily, and Robin just happens to fit in periodically. Yeah. So. When it comes to her dating life, it actually doesn't shock me that she'd be like, "What?" Like, because I can see her just kind of being like, "Well, I'm doing the the girly thing. Like, what am I doing wrong?"
1: Yeah, it's like you know, we're sleeping together. Isn't that enough? Like, it... and they
0: because we had already passed the point where they did the dinner scene. We're, we're getting ready to go into the, like the dessert part, and you clearly <laughs> can tell when like they're doing the dinner scene. I'm not gonna lie, there are times where like. I've been on a date and somebody's like, Oh, you should try my meal. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. And I don't want to ruin the palate of what I'm eating with what could possibly be like a whole nother taste.
1: I, I 100% agree. Like, he was like trying to shove that. Like It's like, Yeah. If she wants a bite of your food, let her have, like, she'll, she'll ask. You know what and I mean? That, and that's it. Like, if she says no thank you, fucking let it go, dude. Like, I don't, I don't think
0: Marshall and Lily ever. Cause like they, they were playing it off really cute. Like, like Marshall's like, uh, Lily's like, I think your meal won tonight. And he's like, yeah, it might be, but your rice peel off kicked my spinach right in the balls or something
1: along that. And I'm like, they've been together for years, years. her Like Robin and this dude, they've been dating for like two weeks weeks and this guy, and, and this guy is like acting like they've been together forever, you know, trying to like, like just dude, like take it down a notch. Like I, I see where Robin is coming from. I do see at times where he's coming from. Like, I, but I feel like it needs to be somewhere in the middle between the two of them. You know what I
0: mean? I 100% agree. Well, the only reason I went back to the dinner is because then they flash forward to the dessert thing.
1: Yeah. Who,
0: who paid for the dessert? Cause it's never actually said.
1: Yeah. I don't know who, who paid for it. Obvious, Dutch? It's, it's obvious that Robin ordered it. Cause it was yeah. set down in front of her. Specifically. Yeah. Specifically. Um, yeah, I don't know who I. Part of me feels like Robin's not. I part of me feels like Robin would want to pay for herself. Probably. because of how, how independent she is, she is. Well, because you know, the reason all this stuff. I
0: bring that up is she she straight out says too to Lily in the bathroom. Well, yeah. I hope he wants the brownie Sunday. Yeah. So then they get the brownie Sunday in like. If this beer represents their Sunday, and she's like eating it, and then she's like, "Okay, I'll be nice." Here's your bite. And she's like, she's like, here you go, Mike. And then he's like, he takes it and he's like, yeah, Marshall and Lily, by the way, blah, 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 blah. There's fucking ice cream in that Sunday, dude. Stop running your mouth off and eat the fucking ice cream.
1: Yeah, seriously. That's just going to melt. It's not like it's just a brownie.
0: Sorry, though. Again, off on a tangent.
1: Nah, man. It's it's all good. It's all good. Uh, So we go back to uh, the party uh barney is there in a new costume he's now dressed as a devil, devil.
0: yeah
1: ted says that he has to use the bathroom <laughs> barney if barney tells him he should just pee off the roof, and off the roof. So, some dude in an angel costume comes up and says no man you shouldn't do that there's people walking down there and we get that classic angel and devil on the shoulder shot which i thought yep. was really really funny uh and, and then uh barney like tells the guy off and he's like He's like, hey, man, I, I, I don't really hot? care. Yeah, he's like, you got, any, you got any weed, man? And again, man, they're not saying sandwiches. Just saying they
0: didn't start doing sandwiches until later on. I
1: like. know, but uh, which I, I love that. I can't wait till we can talk about the sandwiches. That's good stuff. Uh, so then, uh, back at the bar, Robin taking a picture uh, that looks like Lily is perched on Marshall's shoulder, which was hilarious. I loved it. it I thought that was it was fantastic. It looked great too. The way they you had it. that's
0: really funny? Go back on YouTube and watch that clip. And then right. watch the guy that Lily is like perched in front of at the bar. Okay. He's fucking just staring her down. Oh, like really? He's trying to his hands and he's just kind of like, you know, fucking get down off the bar. Trying oh, to man. like sit here.
1: I need, to, I need to go back and watch that. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so then they sit down like we talked about for their desserts. Robin begrudgingly shares her Sunday with Mike and even tries out a nickname for him, Microwave Oven. <laughs> and she is incredibly uncomfortable with all of it. Oh, all of it. So uncomfortable. She's trying though, you know, but you can tell she does not want to be doing that.
0: You uh, know what I thought a funny costume would have been for them instead of Hansel and Gretel on this one? What? If she would have talked him into dressing up as Batman...
1: Could Batman would, and Robin that would have been kind of awesome? I
0: yeah. thought about this as I was watching the episode and I was like, yeah. Oh man,
1: I want to know, like, why the why even the joke about Hansel, like, why Hansel and Gretel? You know what I mean?
0: Well, especially because
1: they're brother and sister, mm hmm.
0: Like, that's I get why people do couples' costumes. Like, don't get me wrong, we went to a Halloween party one year where it was entirely themed. <laughs> Yeah, and I thought that was epic, and there was like cool crossover there, but never are you dating somebody and dress up as their fucking sister. No, that's weird.
1: I mean, I've done couples costumes, I've done family costumes, but yeah, br- the the brother sister thing that's that's just if you're if you're dating, that's just weird to me. Yeah, like <laughs> why why would you do that? And like. <laughs> Part of me thinks she said it just cuz like she thought it would be ridiculous. Yeah. And that's why it was the, a, a joke. And then when he shows up dressed as Hansel, it's definitely ridiculous.
0: It is definitely
1: yeah. ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. So, we get back at the or we go back to the roof. Barney as the devil goes to talk to the girl in the grass skirt. The convo starts off real well. You Know he's he seems like he's he's being smooth this time, he is, but it doesn't last long as he pulls out another weak ass line saying that uh he's he's horny and points to his horns. It's like, come on, man, that's some yep. low hanging fruit right there
0: again, though. Cringy, yeah, it's so bad because like and, the whole interaction between the two of them, like you said, it goes smooth. Yeah, he's like, well, let me guess, everybody's tried the laid and She's like, yeah. And then, like, they banter, and then she's like, oh, you're a clever devil. And he's like, I'm also a horny devil. It's like, first off, though, how did she not realize, though? Because I I get, like, before it was aviators, and then it was, like, a half mask. Mm. How did she at least not realize she was talking to the
1: same guy? Who knows? She's probably drunk, to be honest. Probably. Um, It's funny, because, like, even the angel, the guy dressed as the angel, just starts laughing at him. You know when she blows him off, which I thought yep. was, was really funny.
0: I love but, how Barney responds to him: "Go to hell."
1: Yeah, but like as we'll talk about later on in the in the Barney's blog section, um, we find out in that section about a previous year's party oh. and and uh, you know uh, how, the number of ladies that he was able to hook up with. You know, and it, you know, after I read the blog, I was like. If he was able to do that, what the hell was going on this year? Was was he was he tanking it in hopes that he could convince Ted to go to this Victoria's Secret party? Uh, Was there some like I'm I don't I don't understand what was going on. Like he's supposed to be this like ladies man, you know what I mean? We find out later on he sleeps with like 250 plus women, and like he can't get even one number. At right. this party, like, I, and he's pulling out lines like that. Like, come on. Like, it seems to me uh he w- just wasn't actually trying very hard. I don't know.
0: I think you're right, though. I think it's more of, you know, he wanted to really go to the fucking Victoria's Secret party. Yeah. So tank out as much as you can until you really got to pull out the big guns.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh So back at the bar, things begin to fall apart for Robin. She continues to kind of fight the couple stuff, arguing about the use of the word we- uh, and then just demolishing uh, that entire Sunday while Mike. <coughs> and it's just like, wow, Robin, like you, th- you thought that was the way to go. Like
0: it's such a low moment
1: for her. It is. It's so petty. Cause they're going back and she's just like, he, he's, I don't even remember what I think she says. Oh, is that somebody or whatever? I don't know what she says. And then she just grabs it and just starts shoveling. Oh yeah. Sunday into it. I'm just like, wow oh yeah <laughs> it's like it's so obvious uh that she just doesn't want this you know um you know and, and and mike gets fed up and he goes to leave and and you know robin's just like it's just it's like how oblivious is she to all of it you know i she, mean he,
0: obviously pretty oblivious because like yeah as they start to have the spat right here She's like, well, I thought we could go back to your apartment. And, you know, he's like, we aren't going anywhere.
1: Yeah. He's like, we, "We," she's like, are you breaking up with me? He's like, no, we are. Or he, she says, are we breaking up? And he's like, we aren't breaking up. I'm breaking up with you. And I'm like, oh, that's so fucking savage, man. You just fucking, he, he was done. Man, he he was trying so hard throughout a lot of it. Now, granted, he was being, in my opinion, a bit too, like, couple clingy, you know? I completely agree. But he was trying, whereas Robin was doing the opposite. Yeah. And he he just had, he was fed up.
0: Well, I mean, even though he was being clingy and Robin was, (laughs) each of them were right in their own aspects of this. There's no fit, there's no... One was right, one was wrong. It was presented in a a very weird way, but both of them were, like I said, Robin's upbringing everything, him yeah. being a little clingy. You, We don't really know how long they were dating, but it's like a couple weeks, obviously. Yeah. First off, dude, you're, you're like, you got to back off just a hair. Second off, right as she's like, I thought we'd go back to your place tonight and follow the bread trails and see where it goes. Or the grub, bread grub, yeah, and see where it goes. She literally just said she's going to fuck you. Break up with her tomorrow. <laughs> fuck her tonight.
1: Yeah, I mean, guy was apparently just over it, you know? He he was over I, it.
0: I don't blame him. But, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, man. Use your head.
1: Like Barney would say, get your breakup sex in. You know? Yeah. Because I, like, uh, I feel like if Barney was there, he would have been very disappointed in that guy. <laughs> you broke up with a stripper? <laughs> No, a porn star. You broke up with a porn star? star. Friendship over. Oh, come on, Barney. Friendship over. (laughs) uh, Anyways, uh, back at the party, Ted, still hopeful that the slutty pumpkin will show up. Uh, Barney gets fed up, leaves, and uh, Ted sees someone in a penguin costume. Mixing some Kahlua and some root beer. He approaches, asks if they're the girl from the party, he kind of describes it. And he gets real excited. And then they take off the head. And it's none other than Barney. He had returned to the party just to mess with Ted.
0: Just to mess with Ted.
1: Yep. And uh as they're as they're kind of standing there talking, he's Barney's making it, he doesn't have the head on anymore. He's making himself a drink. The uh, the girl in the grass, he he reveals that he scored the number from the girl in the grass skirt. You know, third time, he finally got it. And then she sees him without the penguin mask on yeah, and demands the number back. And he refuses.
0: I want a fair and square. Like,
1: yeah. So like I, I, what I'm curious, like he goes to call her. How's that going to shake up? Do you think he's got enough, enough pull to actually convince her to like go out with him?
0: That one is specifically, I'm going to say no.
1: Yeah. Because. There is a line of
0: dialect that they put in there where he she's like, he's like, well, I'm going to call you anyway. She said, well, I'm not going to answer. He goes, how are you going to know it's me?
1: Yeah,
0: they're going to she's going to get the phone call. They might set up a date because she doesn't know he might be able to work some like magic to get a date. But as soon as he shows up there, it's over.
1: Yeah, it's like unless he's like you like, just give me a chance. Give me a chance. You know what I mean? He pulls some Barney magic. And so I, I I feel like he could do it. I feel like
0: at this point, though, in the Barney Stinson that we know, like, you remember the episode where him and Nora have the fight and he vows not to leave the restaurant until Nora gives him a second date? Yeah. We wouldn't see that Barney Stinson at
1: this point in the show. No, we would not. He's he's not that Barney yet. No. Yeah. If he strikes out again, you're probably right. He would just move on with it. Yep. Yep. But I, I would hope for his own sake that he would try something better than a cringy, weak-ass line like he did all night. You would uh, hope you know. so. But like I also
0: he, don't think at this point in his uh, his barna, barnitude yeah. that he would uh, grovel yeah. to try and get a date.
1: That's true. That's true. Though he may – I don't know how long he was working on the playbook. He may have some sort of play in mind at that point. Who knows?
0: And I I could see that. I could see him trying to work a play on the girl and be like, look, you know, like, you met my twin brother or whatever, whatever. I could see that happening.
1: Yeah. But you know what, John? We never see her again. Because she probably
0: fucking killed herself.
1: It's true. (laughs) I mean,
0: everybody in that party,
1: besides
0: (laughs) Barney and Tend, are never seen from again because they probably, you know what, in this instance... The punch was probably spiked.
1: It probably was. <laughs> they all drank the Kool-Aid. They
0: all <laughs> drank the Kool-Aid. So uh, domestic,
1: it's true. Back at the bar, uh, you know, Robin claims she's fine, uh, and I don't. You know, they don't. They don't dive into it too much. But I don't. I really don't think Lily buys it, just from like the no. look on her face. Um, but then it's revealed that Lily and Marshall win the costume contest, and uh, we get our second. Uh, gay pirate joke where yes. <laughs> Lily Marshall or er, Lily uh, Aldrin as uh, Parrot, Marshall Erickson as gay pirate. gay pirate. He's like, Yes. He's like, Wait, what did you say? He's you like, know. You're wearing eyeliner, dude.
0: He's like, I thought it looked good. Well, one of the things that I think is funny that we didn't mention as we got to it in the episode is that the cons- costume contest was for a $100 grand prize. Yeah. And they spent $100 each yeah on their costumes
1: yeah and it's a hundred dollars at the bar a
0: hundred dollars at the bar yeah and the way that the five of them are always at the bar that's like two rounds each
1: yeah probably yeah that that, that'll be gone in a night easily yeah an hour that's true yeah but hey i mean 100 bucks is a 100 bucks i guess you know what i mean and if you have a good time hey i guess you had a good time Oh, which I think is
0: is hilarious. Or was it was it a fifty dollars cash prize? Oh, uh, no, it was a fifty dollars. You're cash right. Prize. You're right. It was because it was then 50. Lily's like because then um they were like, well, how yeah. much was your costume? A hundred dollars each.
1: Each, yeah. Uh, then uh, it says as as Robin takes their picture, you know, you can kind of tell that she's beginning to understand what a real couple looks like. You can see it on her face. She's kind of you know it seems like she kind of realizes this is what she wants. uh, When she decides to actually have a relationship, she wants something like that. Um, Whether she's ready or not, that's totally up to her. Uh, But then we go back to the roof and this is where the A and B stories finally connect with one another. Yeah. uh, We get Ted sitting there. Robin comes up. They talk about their, both their failed nights and uh, they try to comfort one another. They sit down together and just enjoy the night as the episode fades to black. And that is the slutty pumpkin episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel the need,
0: the need for speed.
1: Hopefully YouTube don't flag us for that. But that's why
0: I did it really quick. Yep, yep. I don't want us getting fucking pulled. But listen, oh. this overall cuz I know your next question, any any final comments. <laughs> this episode by far, the way it all ties together plays out, the way the A story and the B story are so different. Yeah. Cuz I mean, usually at least they're like they're not similar, but it makes sense. Like uh, the last episode, we talked about how Marshall and Lily are trying to settle down and be the couple who can do other couples things while Ted and Barney are still in their party phase. And it's yeah. like a mirror. Yeah. This one doesn't mirror. This one's completely fucking different stories. You got Ted trying to find somebody, Barney trying to just be his dog self and go to a fucking Victoria's secret party. And you've got Marshall and Lily trying to convince Robin that being a couple is not that bad. Yeah. The way it all comes back together in the melding pot to show you that that moment of Ted and Robin sitting on the roof makes this episode by far one of my all-time favorites because this is the moment where I think Ted realizes like Robin's really the girl he wants to be with and there's going to be no if, ands, or buts about it. He's going to try for Robin again.
1: Yeah. No, I, I I definitely I definitely see that. Um, And, and yeah, this doesn't – the A and B don't mirror each other, but – they do, they do share similar, um, kind of like topics, I guess you could say where, cause it's all about relationships. You know, you've that's got the, you've got the, the, a story about the single life, you know, and searching for, you know, for that person, whether it's the way Barney goes about it, whether it's the way Ted goes about it. But then you have the B story, which deals with the couple life. That's true. With you Marshall. Are, you, and, you are know,
0: absolutely correct about the, that.
1: You know? So like. You know they're just they're kind of like showing these two sides, and how f- for both Ted and Robin, things just don't work out no. for them, and in either of their nights, and that's what kind of brings them together at the end, which I liked. I liked uh, I like how well, they, they kind of worked it's that together. It's
0: a really good shot of them too, <clears throat> because like the the roof doesn't come into a lot of play during like later seasons.
1: No, yeah, it's like
0: the first few. Like, oh, let's go hang out on the roof. Or let's go, you know, let's just just show a quick... I feel like
1: the roof is really, like, a thing in the first season. Because, like, we've already seen it a few times, you know? Yeah. Well, it definitely comes
0: back again during... I think it's the end of season one where Marshall does the jump.
1: If that's the end of season one, then yeah.
0: But then again, I mean, of course we're going to see it during the episode where Ted makes it rain. Which is season yeah.
1: one. We see it in the Smoker episode. The Smoker we see episode,
0: it, but that's a later
1: season, too. Yeah, we see it in a few, but I feel like it's more so in season one, and they use it less and less yeah. throughout the rest of the show. It's, it's
0: kind of like its own character in a way.
1: Yeah, I like the roof. I think there's fun stuff that they can, you know, I wish they did more with it, personally. You know what I like? What do you like, John? The elevator. Yeah, you do. Why is up, that? Because it goes up and down. You know what else goes <laughs> up and down, John? My blood pressure party's blog. I don't know how accurate that is, but I'm, I'm going with it. All right. So, uh, this, this blog, um, it's a long one. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. There's a, he's, he says a lot in this, uh, in this one. So I'm not going to like, I'm not going to read the whole thing or anything like that. Cause it would take, it would take a while. Um, uh, but it is titled Halloween sluts <laughs> it is dated Monday October 24th 2005 at and I'll, let me i'm going to ask you if you recognize this time 4:36 a.m. do you remember that time no does that ring any bells no last episode we talked about Barney's blog and uh so and you remember how there were three blog posts
0: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: the last blog post,
0: the one was, from the review of Ok Go, was at
1: okay. was at four thirty six a.m. No shit. Yeah, because like I was looking at these, I was researching them at the, right, you know, kind of back to back. Yeah. And I was like, four. I was like, wait a minute, did they just reuse the same time for this blog? And they did four thirty six a.m. It's like nine days later, but at that exact same time. And again, it's after a party.
0: Wow, though. Think about yeah. that though, between the two blogs, nine days, yeah, they I mean, they have a busy little lifestyle here in Manhattan, they,
1: right? They go to this this crazy party, nine days later, they're doing the Halloween party, man it's just all kinds of stuff. Barney's striking out both times <laughs> you know, but uh, so this blog it details the events or at least what the events that Barney could remember from Halloween of two thousand and four, so the previous year, okay he uh he talks about how he put he donned four different uh Halloween costumes uh, which were uh, a Viking uh, Theodore Roosevelt, a ninja and what he calls his go-to uh Gandhi yeah I, I, that is I, interesting which I kind of wish he had wore Gandhi in the in this episode because it was his he calls it his old standby is what he calls it
0: but that's really funny because it's his old standby. Yeah, there's two Halloween episodes specifically, and at least the Return of the Slutty Pumpkin, which isn't a Halloween episode, and we don't see Gandhi in either one of them.
1: No, we never. I feel like they probably thought that that would be crossing a line to have him dress up like Gandhi. Yeah, but they could have
0: even done a line of dialogue. Yeah, they March, could have they dressed up as Gandhi this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. they could they could have, and that actually would I think that would have been uh, pretty pretty cool, and a good way to tie it in, um here. But uh, so he he talks about how, like I said, he's he's he dresses up as, in these four different costumes, like how we saw in this episode, he did three, uh, and that he scored four different girls' phone numbers. Wow! But he can't remember whose numbers are whose. Oh no! Yeah. yeah. So he creates this like data matrix chart thing to try and figure out uh, which girl uh, was with which costume um, uh, that he was uh, dressed as uh, so he could link it to the phone numbers that yeah. he that he has. Uh, and the, the four girls were dressed up as a slutty Cinderella, a slutty slut. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't, I don't know what that's supposed to be. Hmm. <laughs> Is it just like some chicken lingerie and that's it? You know what I mean? Probably. Yeah. Uh, a slutty nun. And uh, a slutty creature with ears and a tail. That's how he describes it. <laughs> Could be anything. Cat, and s- dog, mouse. Yeah. Elephant. And so he goes through, he, he has uh, what he labeled as his booze clues, or at least what I remember. So he had five clues that would help him to figure all this out. Huh. Uh, his first one was, I didn't wake up in my ninja costume, but I know I ended the night with some tail. Uh, Two, the slutty slut was gone by November 1st, so she missed Gandhi. She, too, would go hungry. (sighs) Three, both Cinderella and the nun were intrigued by my sword. I was still seeing throwing stars as I changed into Viking. Four, when I first entered the party, I spoke softly to hotties and showed them my big stick. Politically appropriate, yo. I was dressed as Teddy Roosevelt <laughs> and five. I got Cinderella's number early. I was afraid her melons would turn into pumpkins at midnight. So, you know, he takes all that information. He, like I said, he does this whole, uh, chart thing where he figures it out. Uh, he figures out that, uh, the slutty slut was the first one. He got the number from with Teddy Roosevelt. The slutty Cinderella was second with the ninja. Slutty nun was fourth with the Viking and the slutty creature with the ears and tail was fourth with Gandhi. And apparently this whole, the the logic puzzle that he he does here is also included in the bro code book.
0: Oh my God. It is.
1: Yeah. So I thought that was kind of neat. So, uh, yeah. So that's this week's episode of, uh, or this week's uh, edition of Barney's blog. So, So, yeah, uh, thoughts on uh, that blog post.
0: Yeah, that's actually really – I mean, I'm really glad that, like – but sad at the same time that when I watched the show, I didn't know the blog existed, nor did I know a lot of, like, the cool other made-up websites were there because I missed out on a lot of that until I'd finished the show. And then I started realizing a lot of this stuff existed. And I didn't know Barney's blog was real until I sent you the link the one night because we were talking about it. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit! The link is still available to Barney's blog. Like, what the actual fuck?"
1: Yeah, and the uh, the "How I Met Your Mother" fandom wiki page has all of the posts. Yeah, so like, you go to each episode, and there's a link to that blog post. where that's how I get them. Yeah, so it's real. Like, they did a real good job of kind of putting them all together, getting them in there. Uh, and there's like, there's blog posts for almost every episode. Almost. So we'll be doing this. I don't know what we're going to do the first time. There isn't one. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll do an
0: episode (laughs) of, uh, you just got slapped. (laughs) There's
1: going to be some fun. There's going to be some fun stuff coming, coming down the pipe in this, uh, for this show. So I'm excited, but, uh, Oh, it's, it's always a euphemism when it comes to, comes to me. Uh, so John, let everybody know where they can find you on this fine day.
0: (laughs) You can find me on Twitter. Follow me at, uh, uh, JP Rainer that's R A Y N O R
1: You oh, forgot no. the JP <laughs> I said JP Yeah but you said that's R A Y N O R Oh, uh, no, good.
0: on a serious note, ladies and gentlemen. If you go look up uh my Twitter account, it's right here. It is at Simply Sane J1. Uh it follows my independent podcast, which I call Simply Sane with Jay. I haven't recorded a podcast in a while. Uh, I really need to get back around to that. Uh I wanna I wanna get my fans back involved with me, but I've honestly been focusing on uh started a peer support group. It's called Fine, and I'm trying to really focus on some helping some friends right now instead of helping myself. Um, I'm yeah. also on Facebook. You can email me, hit me up. You want to shoot the shit? Let's do it. Josh, where can the ladies and gentlemen find you?
1: Well, you find me on Twitter at, as John said, JP Rayner. That's J P R A Y N O R as well as right down there at movie blog Merck. That is the, Twitter page for my site, the movie (laughs) blog. Uh, and of course you can follow last call McLaren's on Twitter at last call. H I M Y M that's last call. H I M Y M. For those of you who are like, what does that mean? It's how I met your mother. You damn fool. Come on. And again,
0: if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't watched an episode of how I met your mother, why are you listening?
1: Exactly. Maybe you just love our awesome faces. And if that's the case, hit up John. He's looking. (laughs)
0: <laughs> mingle ready to mingle
1: he is good really.
0: if i was going to describe myself on a dating website i'd say i'm a good mixture of a ted and a barney i can be a total sleaze bag with a fucking really bad tendency to try to pick you up but i'm the guy you definitely want to take home to your parents i like long walks on the beach and i'm a tourist and i can cook clean sew and do laundry but don't But, I mean, but does he? Entities. Probably not. Know.
1: What? I said but does he? Probably not.
0: <laughs> Things I don't like.
1: John Cena.
0: Josh's face. Man, you know.
1: I, I wish I had a like a picture of John Cena right now. Just saying.
0: I'd punch
1: you. I mean through the through the internet. I will sure. drive
0: 3 fucking <laughs> hours to punch you.
1: <laughs> and there it is folks episode uh, 6. Uh, the slutty pumpkin. We are done. We're going to be coming back next week with episode seven. Uh, I am excited. John's got a pinky and he's ready. No, to dude, it. Do you not remember this? I don't. What is the pinky? I'll
0: tell you off air.
1: It's, it's your version <laughs> of the claw? toe, bro. No. Oh, oh, finger or toe. Finger no, it's toe. not finger or toe. Okay. I'll tell you off air. There it is. So, again, this has been last call at McLaren's. Yep. John, what do we got for him?
0: You don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. Night, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Have a good one.